0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans. This is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again on Tuesday afternoon. No, it's not breaking news like what we had last Tuesday. This is back to a regular Tuesday. This is the Mike Tomlin Tuesday press conference recap podcast. There we go. I think I finally got it all out there. Yeah, last week it was the trade deadline and there was the moves and the, the Chase Claypool, the William Jackson III. This week, it's back to business for the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off their bye, getting two straight home games at Acrisure Stadium. Um, coming out of that bye, also, there was a note, there was some news that came out all about an hour before the press conference or less than an hour before the press conference, is that the Steelers' Week 11 matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals got flexed out of being Sunday night football. It is no longer an 8-15, 8-20, whatever it was, kickoff time. It is now a late afternoon game. It is a 4-25 p.m. game in Week 12. Now, what's interesting is the Steelers didn't have any 4 o'clock games in 2022. Everything was either 1 o'clock or prime time. The only exception being there has not been a time given to their Week 18 matchup against the Browns. Um, I don't know if it's just that game or several others or across the league. They like to fit things together that last weekend in order for uh, things to play out uh, properly with the playoffs. They don't want a team that... You know, either has to win or another team has to lose. Have that other team go first, and then if that happens, then they rest their players, and it changes other things. So, um, yeah, and the NFL still almost screwed that up last year because they 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 still put a game um, on Sunday Night Football that was dependent on the other results, that the way everything fell, that the two teams knew that if they tied, they both made it in. That never should have happened. Uh, and hopefully the NFL doesn't do that this year, but that's a whole different subject. You're here to hear about the Mike Tomlin press conference. I just wanted to give that information about that breaking news, about the Steelers game getting moved to 425, not this Sunday. They're still one o'clock against the saints this Sunday. That's the next week. The NFL has to announce these well in advance. So uh, I think they 10 days, 12 days, something like that. So it had to come out today if they were moving that game. So let's dive into it. Mike Tomlin, he was excited uh, to be getting back, excited for this, excited for that. Mentioned he was excited for the Hall of Fame, Hall of of Honor weekend coming up this weekend um, with the induction on Saturday. They'll honor the players at halftime on Sunday at the game. Um, and specifically mentioned Heath Miller, you know, because that's one of the guys that Coach had coached. So he's really excited for Heath and that going on. Um, he said they made good use of the bye week. Some players got some needed rest. Some players got the extra work they needed. So depending on what was going on. Now, of course, the Steelers, they were away for four days. They were away. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's mandated by uh, the collective bargaining agreement. But the extra practice they got in earlier in the week um, and then the bonus practice they got in on Monday, the he, Coach Thomas specifically said some guys needed the rest, some guys needed extra work. So they, they dealt with that accordingly. Speaking of guys maybe needing rest, let's look at the injury rundown. So here we go. He mentioned Miles Jack is dealing with the knee. He also mentioned that that long snapper Christian Kuntz is dealing with a rib injury. He said that could limit it early in the week, but that was one specifically that he said he doesn't know that that's going to affect his availability for this coming week, because that's a big deal. I'm glad he specifically said that, because that, much like what happened with Chris Boswell last week, and we'll get to him shortly, um, where the Steelers don't have another player on the roster. So you have to go out and sign someone else to be your long snapper if you're not going to have a long snapper. So we'll see how that one plays out. He mentioned Akella Witherspoon and his hamstring, um, which I find interesting because, you know, he was coming back on that big hamstring injury. Didn't really talk about the quote-unquote benching, if that was injury-related, play-related, a little bit of both. He just mentioned that he's still coming back from the hamstring. Um William Jackson III, who they just traded for a week ago, is still dealing with a back issue. A reports where he did not practice yesterday. That was not confirmed by Mike Tomlin, but those were the reports. So we'll see how, how he is available this week and if he's someone that's going to be available for the Steelers for Sunday. Um Levi Wallace is still his shoulder injury where he missed the last game. Larry Ogunjobi, his back injury that had him missed the last game. Chris Boswell and his groin injury that had him miss the last game. we'll see all these things this week and as coach Tomlin says week in and week out, but I'll go ahead and repeat it for you. We let participation be our guide. So in other words, can these guys practice? Can they progress through practice? You might be able to come back and practice great on Wednesday. But then if you have a setback for Thursday, that could change everything. Now, here's the news that people are wanting to hear. T.J. Watt, Demonte KZ, Coach Tomlin lumped them together when he spoke about them. He says how they've been participating. They're monitoring their progress. But they are optimistic about their involvement this week. I'll say that again. Optimistic about their involvement this week. That's a big thing for Mike Tomlin to say. He could have really uh, left it downplayed. It, you know, I thought maybe he was just downplaying uh, the Calvin Austin third stuff a few weeks ago. But then here he ultimately needed surgery on his foot. Um, so that's something I think Coach Tomlin doesn't want to put the cart before the horse. Doesn't want someone to have a setback. I know there was a possibility these guys could be could be activated before their 21 day window, which I'll talk about here in a second. But you might just want to wait. Because someone like Demonte KZ, where Friday is the last day they can activate him. They can't wait till Saturday. They got to do it on Friday. So if they're going to activate KZ, the thing that they might want to look at is, does he have any... I mean, what happens if he has a setback? What what, what if they say, okay, we're we're activating him off the roster here on Tuesday, he's back, Oh, then he has a setback on Wednesday. Uh-oh. Well, at the same time, once he comes back on the roster, he could go back on for another four weeks on on IR. But with KZ and and with the you know being a broken forearm and dislocated wrist, crazy stuff. But he's back. He's good. I understand if they wait. Some people might say, "What are they waiting for?" Right now, you're kind of getting extra extra players to practice. Also, if a player gets injured in practice and might need to go on IR, that keeps you from having to do another roster move. Right now, Demonte KZ and TJ Watt are free players on the roster. So you almost don't need to make a move with them until you absolutely have to. Now, TJ Watt's a whole different story. I look for him. I mean, they could just go ahead and do it. They could go ahead and do it before Wednesday's practice, something like that or they could wait for TJ Watt until Saturday at 4 because if not then you get other players you, you get bonus players for practicing. TJ Watt does not have to come off of IR this week. His 21-day window does not not end until I believe next Thursday. So he did wouldn't have to come back this week, but hopefully he does. Demonte KZ he he's got to be back at least on the roster, but when coach Tomlin talks about their involvement It could be that someone comes back on the roster because that's the end of the 21-day window, but they end up being inactive for the game. Coach Tomlin talked about these guys being involved in the game, which is a really good sign. Sorry I spent so much time talking about it, but to me, that was the biggest thing coming out of this press conference. All right. He talked about New Orleans. Um, Multiple times when talking about their defensive front, Coach Tomlin referred to them as Cam Jordan and company something significant to note there cam Jordan comp- company so it's kind of you know him and then everybody else um and of course then he talked on and on about the honey badger um he talked about their um the availability at cornerback for them has been an issue uh, he talked about uh was it marshawn lattimore i know it's lattimore uh, he's missed some games. He missed the game on Monday night. We don't, you know, don't know what his availability is supposed to be this week. I don't think that they've they've done anything long term that said he'd definitely be out, but that's something to watch this week. But they have had availability issues at cornerback. So that's something to monitor on the Saints side of stuff this week if you're a Steelers fan. Um he talked about on offense the challenge of Taysom Hill. Who you know could come in as a capable quarterback? He could just he could come into the game, but actually be out there as a tight end or an H back. Um, he says that they have to be thoughtful and intentional with their playing and dealing with him. Talked about Andy Dalton as the quarterback; they're familiar with him. He's familiar with the Steelers. It's been a little while, but that familiarity will probably you know come back again this week. Um, Coach Tom also says how they have dealt with attrition. With their eligibles, meaning you know wide receivers, tight ends, things like that. With the injury, talking about you know Michael Thomas on IR. Um, uh, who was, was it? Jarvis Landry that was not available uh, on Monday night. Who knows what his status is for this week? Players of that nature. He, then he t- talked about their rookie, um, um, Alave. I'm pretty sure I said that right, um, out of Ohio State. Of course, Coach Tom was familiar with him. He talked about him a little while. Um, and then, of course, to finish it up, talking about New Orleans, he said about how Alvin Kamara is dangerous in and out of the backfield, meaning in the multiple ways that they could line him up. All right, so that was all the stuff in Mo- Mike Tomlin's opening comments. Sorry I spent a little bit of uh, time on the injury stuff, but it, it was important. Um, we're going to take a quick break and be right back to hear what was talked about in the question and answer period. So got your happy price price line all right Steeler fans thanks for sticking with me here we are this is now the question and answer period for coach tomlin with his press conference from tuesday um there were there was a lot i've got to see if i can cycle through my notes uh the best that i can um that um that um uh, Coach Tom was asked, you know, about you know who the, about the who's going to be the contributors and things like that this week when it comes to to things. He says, um, oh, that was con- specifically about the um the, the the like the cornerbacks that the Steelers have started, you know, played so many of them this year. He says, um, that 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 will evolve throughout the week based on participation stuff like that. I think um, yeah, he was asked a very similar thing with that. He said about with the contributors that was more than just cornerback on that one. Sorry, he mentioned that about cornerback later on. Um, then he was asked about, um, uh, about um, on offense, um, with with things you know, changes on offense, looking at the offense moving forward, coming out of the bye. He says the biggest thing is you know, you got to divide up the labor. He talked about, you know, in the wide receiver room. Um, and, or various usage, you know, the Steelers traded away, Chase Claypool. Um, how are they going to utilize that? One of the things he talks about is, you know, Pratt Fairmuth, sorry, Pat Fryermouth, there I'll say his name properly, um, utilizes a lot of the same parts of the field. So you could see, a, you know, maybe an increase in his utilization, which personally I am all for that. I would give me more Muth is what I, I would like to say. Um, coach Tom was asked about, you know, you've talked about in the past about making changes or you talked about just doing what you do better. You know, what, what, what is it now that you've evaluated stuff through the bye week He's like, it's both. We've got to change things in order to make it better. And we've got to do things better on our end in order to, to right the ship, you know, specifically more talking even about the offense than anything else. Um, then he was asking about, um, about, um, what more could they build on on offense? And one of the things that he mentioned about, then he talked about it specifically with Kenny Pickett later, was one of the things he liked is their misdirection and moving the pocket um, in, the, in the passing game and, and things with Pickett. Um, he was asked, basically, how close are you, coach? You know, you keep saying you're, you're close with stuff. He says, we'll see. He's like, let the results be the answer. You can be close, but if you still don't win games, it doesn't matter. So how close are they? They've got to get the W. They need to be close enough to get the W. Okay. Um, Was asked about a difference without Chase Claypool. um, And that's where he talked even more about the Pat Fremuth thing. He did it in both places. Uh, I'm not sure that there's going to be a lot of differences other than, you know, maybe utilizing Fairmuth. didn't talk about a hard set answer about a particular player in that position. So I, I kind of like that. Um, That, um, Asked, he was asked about if players have been studying enough, as Kenny Pickett said. Yeah, there, one particular reporter just likes, loves to take player quotes and throw them back at Mike Tomlin and then ask him what he thinks about it. And uh, and this is probably a reason that Coach Tomlin shuts this reporter down all the time. Uh, I mean, kid, kid, there's there's more you can do than just do things like that. Sometimes I understand how it's necessary, but, you know, oh, well, this player said this, so what are you all doing about that? And Coach Tomlin is going, he's good because he's going to give the same answer. He's going to say, uh, I'll let them speak for the stuff they're saying. I don't know exactly what context they said those words. Very smart, coach, because you know, just because you could say something that somebody said, you leave out a few words here or there, the exact question, and it might not sound the same. And then if the coach runs with it in one direction, then you've got even more of a miscommunication story. It's almost like Coach Tomlins, you know, he's smart enough that he doesn't take the bait that they're trying to get him down a story of he said, he said, he said, he said to create more of a narrative. Coach Tallman isn't having it. Good job, coach. But anyway, he was asked about what Pickett said. He's like, I'm not sure what he means. I'm not sure what he means by that. Love that answer. Um, Very good, coach. Um, I wish we had better people there asking you questions. Um, Was asked about accountability because people were, you know, other players are, this this was a different person, but players are talking about people being accountable. I mean, and, and, and of course, Coach Tom's like, you know, uh, accountability gets brought up when we don't win, is what he says. Because Coach Tom, he, he doesn't have the exact context of what these other players are saying. Things. It's not like Coach Tom goes around and listens to every interview that all of his players gives to the media. I I mean, I hope he doesn't. I mean, maybe he does. I, I don't know. But uh, I like the way that that he kind of plays that off and doesn't get into, you know, twist what someone says a little bit and keep going. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Coach Tomlin was asked about Jalen Warren and Najee Harris um, utilizing them in the backfield and specifically about Najee Harris with the injury. I was really surprised with the way Coach Tomlin answered this one. He says that Najee is healthy enough to play. How much any kind of other things are affecting him is best for him to say. So it's not that Coach Tomlin just shut it down that nothing else is affecting Najee Harris, blah, blah, blah. But he's not saying it one way or the other. He's letting the player, you know, the the captain, answer the question for himself. I really liked this approach. I really did that, you know, saying that, hey, he's healthy enough to play. But here's the question. Is a player 100%? He's going to let him answer that question. I I really like, especially when it came to Najee. Now, you probably want to hear a bit more about Jalen Warren don't worry about it. We'll get to that almost at the very end. Okay. Um, he was asked about, you know, adding some veteran players in the secondary, uh, um, for the second half of the season. And he's like, you know, in Demonte KZ and William Jackson, the third, he's like, you know, hopefully it allows them to, to do certain things. Um, once again, this was about the, uh, I kind of covered it before. Cause it was about the, you know, which cornerbacks will play and the participation will be their guide, Like he likes to say, um, was asked some stuff about T.J. Watt and his ability to come back from this injury and the knee surgery and things like that. He said, T.J. Watt is who he is. Okay. Um, and they are eagerly awaiting his return. Great answer. Coach, um, um, was asked if the pass rush has been coming around more, um, that, um, coach Tomlin says it really remains to be seen. You know, they, they, they talked about some specific players, but you know, the, they were sears with, without Larry Ogunjobi, the last game, things of that nature, you know, um, just seeing how things evolve. But he, it's almost, it's also that, you know, TJ just coming back, shouldn't be that it's not there. And now it is, it needs to be, it needs to be able to still sustain, not sure to come around. But of course, as we know, it's one of those things, if there's a little bit of a flame there and you throw gasoline on it, it should, you know, meaning that gasoline being T.J. Watt, that should really help it grow. Those are my words, not Coach Tomlin's. He's just saying that their pass rush coming around just remains um, to to, to be seen. Was asked about the use of a three-safety set, which Coach Tomlin referred to when he answered it as Big Nickel. Um, He says that it's – that it's reasonable to think that you could see that again. Um, Cause you know, that was seemed like that was kind of the plan when they brought, when they had brought back to Ter- Terrell Edmonds, brought in Demonte KZ, then he gets hurt in that last preseason game. That now that this is back, this is it's reasonable that that could be the case um, was asked if younger players would possibly get more reps. Um, and coach Toma, <laughs> it's interesting. This, this is a good answer for this point of the season. If it's conducive, to producing victory, that was his answer. Younger players will play more if it's conducive conducive to producing victory. That, in other words, football is their business, and winning is their business. That's what they're supposed to do. Um, was asked about the downfield penalties and RPOs, if that's something that um, is going to have to change how, how teams do those things. Um, he says that you know it takes time to figure out what the officials want. Now, notice he didn't say if it was a penalty or not. Notice he said that it was about what the officials want. And he brought up, in case those of you don't only follow the Steelers, all the Steelers are terrible getting called for this. Everybody's getting called for this. Maybe not everybody. A lot of teams are getting called for this. It was called last night in the Monday night game, if you were watching that to see how the Saints look going into the Steelers' next matchup. These penalties are up all around the league. It's not just the Steelers. It seems like it's a different expectation from the officials, and teams are just trying to figure out what it is that the officials want so they can do what the officials want while still being able to do as much as they can um, with, with what they're hoping to do. Um, I asked about the offensive leaders that have emerged so far. He, he, he mentioned some players by name. He talked about Kenny Pickett. He talked about Mason Cole. He talked about Najee Harris. He talked about Pat Furby. He talked about Deontay Johnson. Those are a bunch of the names that he mentioned when asked about offensive leaders, um, you know, and then he was asked about um, um, the expect, the expectation of slot receivers. It's funny. I'm pretty sure this was asking from an offensive standpoint and coach Tomlin kind of, kind of twisted into a defensive standpoint, but he was saying that there are different types of slot receivers. There's that vertical threat out of the slot. There's, you know, the shiftiness. He, I was waiting for the skedaddlers term, but he didn't use it this week. I I thought he would right there, but he didn't. But that just that there's different types of slot receivers, and therefore that's why the Steelers have different players to match up against those slot receivers. Depending on what type of receiver they put in the slot might depend on what what kind of package the Steelers are using. But also, I think that also goes to to go with how the Steelers would use a slot receiver on offense. Here we go. Next to last question that I have notes about was asked about Jalen Warren as a feature back. Could he be a feature back? And Coach Tomlin's answer was, "He'll continue to get opportunities." In his opening statement, Coach Tomlin talked about the bye week and you know looking at the divisional labor things. I think a lot of people were reading into this, and his answers lined up that you could see, you know, maybe some increased role of Jalen Warren and stuff if Najee Harris continues uh, to, to to struggle uh, the way he, that he has. And last but not least, Coach Tomlin was asked about Steven Sims. Um, and, and you know, kind of what he brings and his answer to this, I, I thought was pretty much spot on. He says he makes plays when given the opportunity when available. So with Sims, it was uh, first, it was being given the opportunity and it was being available. So that's also been an issue with, since Steven Sims spent, I think that was the first four weeks of the season on, on the inactive list. And then he comes back, and then he's, you know, he misses a kickoff because of an eye injury. He misses another game because of a hamstring injury. So that is also one of the things with that player. So whew, that was a lot. This is a long one. Um, but that was Coach Tomlin's press conference. Hadn't heard from him in two weeks. It was great to to, to get back to some, some regularity when it comes to the Steelers. They will practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We'll get injury reports those days um, to see how everything's going. Heading to the 1 o'clock game this Sunday at Akersher Stadium against the Saints. Uh, I I know some have reported the Saints are the only team Coach Tomlin hasn't beaten, other than the Steelers, of course. I don't know if it's the only team, but I can say that Coach Tomlin has not ever defeated the Saints. So this would be a very interesting time to get that started. So, hey, make sure you're checking out all of our podcasts. We've got the whole lineup for you this week coming. um, Things in their typical spots right where they are looking at this upcoming matchup coming out of the bye. Also make sure you check it out behind the steel It is your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, thank you so much for joining me and you know, Hey, even though this team is two and six, all they can do now is as coach Tomlin talked about during the press conference, what's your goal for the season? Our goal is to win the next game. I didn't write that down anywhere, but that's what he said. Goal for the season is you got to win the next game, so we win this. We're, we're singularly focused on this game, and that's what the Steelers should be. They can't, they can't get to X number of wins until they win their third game, and that's what they need to do, and they need to do it as soon as possible. And that, that first possibility is this Sunday at one o'clock. Thanks for joining me, as I always say to finish these out, go Steelers. Yeah.